I think I just go into a new job knowing that for the first week, even maybe the first month probably, I'm not going to be 100% myself and I might not be sharing 100% of my ideas because I just want to get the feel for the place first. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Charlie. And I'm your other host, Femke. And in this episode, we are going to bring in a listener question. We received this email from a listener, and it's about getting the best start at a new job, which I think is actually perfect timing for the beginning of the year. Maybe you have a goal to start a new place, or maybe you are starting somewhere new. I saw over the holidays, a lot of people announcing their new jobs, which is very exciting. So I think this is a a timely episode, and I'm going to start by reading the email out. So here's what they asked. Hey girls, I recently accepted a product designer job in London. It's a great next step in my career, but certainly a big and stressful move with lots of logistics to think about, both from a physical and mental point of view. What tips do you have to ensure that I get off to the best start possible, and are there any pitfalls or things I should take advantage of in the early stages? Looking for any advice about the job experience. So I think a lot of people probably have ask themselves this question as well. I certainly had these feelings when I started my job at Uber a year and a half ago, like how do I make sure I get off on the right foot and set a good impression and what should I be doing and focusing not only on my first day, but my first week, my first month, you know, it can be a very scary and new, but also exciting experience. I think the longer that you've been in your previous role, the harder it is to start a new one. Like I remember how freaking nervous I was to start at Edited after I'd just spent uh, over two and a half years at Zero. Like, obviously people came and went, you know, during that time, so it wasn't the same people I was working with all two and a half years, but still, I felt comfortable there, and it felt very uncomfortable to go to a new place. I was very nervous to have to get to know new people and new processes and have a new routine, essentially. So, yeah, I I feel for you, person who wrote this email, and uh, I'm sure many other people are in this situation. Yeah, this is also, I feel, can be exponentially more of a sort of scary thing if you're not only starting a new job, but maybe also transitioning to a different type of job. That, I think, can also be pretty scary. And the person who wrote this email didn't specify that specifically, so we don't know if that's their situation. But I think that can also be a unique sort of scenario as well. But before we all get carried away and and start discussing this topic. Let's catch up briefly because it has been a week. Uh, how have you been? What have you been working on? I watched your 2019 goals video, which was very cool. I saw you announced your book in there, which was super exciting. How are things? Things going good. Life is busy both in work and in personal stuff at the moment. My sister's getting married on Tuesday. It's the like bachelorette weekend is this weekend that I've been organizing And so there's just been a lot of stuff happening as well as trying to get videos out and, you know, be on this, I'm in New Zealand still, so be on a new time zone and away from my regular routine. It's a lot. I'm pretty tired, not going to lie, but uh, things are going good still. Like I'm enjoying being in New Zealand. I'm in Wellington at the moment, which was my hometown for like seven years before I moved to London. So yeah, it's nice to be back and trying to balance like getting stuff done, but also just I don't know, going out to eat and things like that as well. <laughs> Priorities, right? 
<laughs> yes, exactly. There's so many new restaurants, fam. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't wait. Yeah, Charlie and I both lived together in Wellington before we both moved abroad. So I am very jealous of you enjoying all the new food and eating all the good food that was already existing when I was there. So I can't wait to check it all out. Yeah. How about you? What have you been up to in the past week? Well, I have been gaining the courage to publish another video on my YouTube channel, which I did today, which is exciting. Yes. I've basically spent the week like engaging with people on YouTube, which for me is a new thing that I now do. Replying to people in comments and, you know, trying to have these personalized discussions and conversations with people and also just getting feedback. You know, I, I had no idea when I put this live a week ago what the response would be. And it's been like overwhelmingly positive and gone way, way better than I expected. So, you know, I think in the last episode, I said that my goal was to reach 2000 subscribers this year. I think I said was my first goal. And I told you that was ridiculous. (laughs) Yes, you did. Well, I'm already at almost 500 as of recording this and it's been one week. I mean, I told you so. <laughs> I mean, but but not to say that it's going to keep growing at this rate because, you know, it's new and exciting, but also it's just kind of blown my mind how many people are interested in what I have to share. So that's kind of been my week of like writing that high and getting nice comments and feedback from people, not only online, but also like my friends and my colleagues have been really, you know, saying supportive things. So that's nice. That's good. Yeah, so it's been a a fun week developing this new world, basically. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you in YouTube land, for sure. Thanks. Uh, And I didn't know you'd publish a new video yet, so I'm excited to go watch that after we get off this course. (laughs) Shall we get on to today's topic? Yes, let's. Where do you want to start with this? I think whenever you start at a new job, especially maybe we can start with the first day, I think, because in the past I've always had these like first day jitters and I try to plan and prepare for it as much as possible. And and what I mean by that is like really, you know, the night before I'm laying out my outfit, I'm deciding what I'm going to wear, you know, you want to kind of set a good impression on your first day. What has your experiences been like in the past on your first days? I mean, now you work remotely, so you probably didn't have the outfit problem like I did. Um, But yeah, what has your experience been on those first days? And do you have any advice to share? I love this question. Okay. I feel like when I was starting out in my career, my first day jitters were mostly related to the projects that I was going to work on and the work that I was going to do. Like, I don't know, am I good enough? Am I going to be able to do it? What if they want me to make something super fast and I'm just not feeling creative in that moment? Like, I don't want to let them down, that sort of thing. Now that I you know, have been in my career for a while, what I more worry about on the first day is like more of the everything else but the work. Like, I know I can do the work, but I'm worried about like meeting my teammates. Like, will they like me? Will I say something stupid? What do I do at lunch? Does everyone go out? Does everyone eat in the office? I don't know. <laughs> Am I going to be weird if I bring my lunch and heat it up in a microwave? What do people wear? You know, those are the things that I worry about. I feel like now that I'm more confident as a designer, I don't know if you've had a similar experience. Definitely, especially the like, oh, it's like 1230 and I'm so starving, but nobody's gotten up to make a move for lunch yet. (laughs) So I'll just keep 
working or, or like the same at the end of the day. I never know what time to leave on my first day or like even my first week. You know, you don't want to be the first person getting up like five on the dot and being like, cool, thanks for the good day. See ya. You know, like you're, you're desperate to get out of there. So it's kind of like this little waiting game of like, oh, I'll just see who starts leaving first. And, you know, it's it's awkward. It is. I think honestly, though, this is not all our fault. Like, I think a good hiring manager would tell us what to expect about this, right. you know. Um, and I think it's one of those things that gets lost in the shuffle sometimes, especially at um, big companies. Previously, the companies I've worked at have been more like rapid growth, I guess, in like hiring lots of people, whereas at ConvertKit we hire much, much slower. So, you know, we do have more thought and planning put into onboarding of people. But, yeah, I think that's something that could be improved from the company's side is saying, look, people tend to leave around this time. You can feel free to leave from this time, you know, set that expectation with you. Yeah. Um, and even tell you some stuff about like what people do for lunch and that sort of thing too. Cause I know that, yeah, I would really like to know that. I just, I really worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds dumb, but it's like, yeah. Uh, one of those sort of social moments too, right? Yeah. I think the best thing that you can sort of focus on, on your first day is just listening, asking questions and absorbing information. I've never like jumped straight into, you know, designing in the first hour. It's it's rare that I've like been given work straight away as soon as I get in the door. It's more about like, here's your computer and like that takes a while to set up and here's where your desk is and you go and shake everyone's hand and, and meet everyone. And I think the first day is just a lot about like meeting the team, absorbing the information, maybe asking some questions, listening to the conversations that are going on around you getting a sense for who's who who does what you know I, I think like if if that's all you focus on or all you achieve in the first day then I think you you had a good first day basically agreed I think that's a really great thing to note is that all of those things are important to build up your foundation of not only feeling comfortable at the new company but also the future work that you're going to do. You need all those understandings of like who is on what team, how do the teams work together? Like see so that when you're doing a project, you know who you're supposed to be communicating with, you know, in future, um, getting all the software set up and understanding how the current team works. Um, doesn't mean that you have to, like you can't bring your own ideas into the process, but it's a good idea to like not rock the boat immediately. I think on your first day. Yeah, um, for sure. But most of all, I think the important thing to remember about a first day is that everyone is really excited that you're there. Like they're hiring for a reason and they have a role that needs to be filled, a job that needs to be done. And I can almost guarantee you that many, many other people applied for that role and they chose you. So you should feel good about that. And, um, you know, trust that the company made the right choice in hiring you. You know, they hired you for a reason. And so they're going to be excited about having you there. So um, I think that I just, yeah, I think I worried too much about making a good first work impression, if that makes sense, um, uh, previously on first days. Right. Yeah. I think as you go throughout your first week, it's, it can be pretty up and down, right? Like I remember in my first week, not being able to follow conversations or understand exactly what everyone's saying. People were using acronyms like, oh, yeah, have you got the KYC to the TRB or whatever? The YMCA. <laughs> yeah, it can be really scary, too. Like, I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, I don't understand what these acronyms are. And then I start 
questioning myself, like, am I good enough to be here? I don't, I don't understand what lingo this is. What are they talking about? Is this something I should have already known? So that can be very overwhelming as well. And I think the best thing to do is, like I said earlier, just listen, write down. Maybe if you hear something that you don't quite understand or you want some clarification on, write it down. And then later on, when there's a moment, you could maybe ask someone like, oh, hey, I I heard them talking about this in, in that meeting. What does that mean? Or where can I find more information about this? And being a bit proactive about your learning process, basically. Yes, I think that you're not helping anyone and you're hurting yourself and even the company a lot by just remaining in confusion. Um, You should point out anything you don't understand because when you've been at a company a while, you kind of forget what is like your company specific lingo and what is just like widely known stuff because you're talking about it each and every day, right? And so it's, it's normal for you, but, and you forget which parts aren't normal for everyone else. That's really important. And I would say if it's a small meeting, like don't be afraid to ask a question then and there, like in the meeting, you don't have to wait till afterwards, but I can see if it's like a big company like Uber and there's a lot of important people in the room, you might not want to raise your hand and be like, excuse me, what's this? But yeah, definitely, definitely ask for anything you don't understand and don't feel stupid for not knowing it because every company has their own way of doing things. And also maybe I would say a good thing to note for your first week is don't assume things either because just because this is the way something worked at the last place where you were doesn't mean that's exactly how it's done here so ask a lot of questions and like clarify anything that you're unsure of and you're not going to annoy anyone I promise in doing that like yeah it's going to be great one thing I remember doing in my first week was setting up like one-on-one sessions with each team member so I had I had half an hour with every team member individually. Most of the time we would go on a walk. It was still summer back then. So we would go out for half an hour, walk around and just get to know each other. And we didn't necessarily talk about work or or the company. We just talked about life. And, you know, this this is this new person that you are now going to work with on a daily basis. So it's, it's worth putting in a little bit of effort to get to know each other and, We do that now too, like we encourage when we get new members joining our team to set up a 30-minute session with every other team member individually just so you can get to know each other. Yep, I love that. We do that at ConvertKit as well. We have a lot of tools and software that we use, obviously, as a remote company. And so what we do, both as getting to know those tools and getting to know some team members, is that when someone new is starting, we volunteer to be like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll have a call with them. And we'll get on a call and like talk to them about how we use Slack or how we use Basecamp or Zoom or whatever, just to make them feel like they understand how our company functions, but also just to meet them as well. Um, Yeah, I think that's really important, especially as a remote company, to get to know your teammates. It's going to be hard to do it if you don't get on a call with them. Definitely. Even more so important than, yeah, if you're on, on site, I guess, right? Yeah. I once had a new team team member ask me, and our this is our first sort of one-on-one session that they had set up with me. They asked me a really interesting question. They they asked me, so I want to know what is your expectation of me in this job? And I thought that was so interesting. I really had to like think. I was not prepared to be asked this question, and I think that's a really interesting question and a very honest question to ask uh, when you start somewhere new maybe not necessarily to your teammates but probably at least to your manager right like just getting a sense of okay like I'm here I'm ready day one you know what's your expectation of me how can I sort of 
you know, reach success in this role or what would success look like for me? Ideally, you have a bit of an idea of this already before starting on on your first week. But once you're there, just sort of reestablishing like, okay, let's do this, you know, clarifying what we're doing. And then you have kind of a bit of an idea of what the expectation is and what the sort of things are that you should be focusing on. Yeah, I love that. That's a really great question to ask. I think that's I think that's wonderful. I would say too that before you start, it would be really good to I'm assuming you've done research into the company and, you know, what they do for the interview process and you know what they're I doing. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, you would hope so, but get even more deep into that, into researching like competitors and how this like the space works, especially if it's something new to you. Like I didn't know a whole bunch about email marketing before I joined ConvertKit. The only software I'd really heard of was MailChimp before I heard about ConvertKit. And so I dove in and like started learning about email marketing, about how that works and um, like, yeah, who uses email marketing. Getting to know your target audience, I think, is a really important part of the job and is going to set you up for success. So, yeah, spend some time researching. Yeah, there's no harm in learning a little bit about the industry and the state of things right now in that space. And also for me, something I wish I had done a bit more of was reading the news as well. Like if you're joining a really big tech company like Uber, who is in the news almost every day. Yeah. Keeping up with that, I think could also benefit you to sort of kickstart the beginning of your job because it's, it's going to be a topic of conversation in the lunchroom, so to speak. Yeah, good point. Especially at Uber, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, especially at Uber. <laughs> I want to talk about um, asking questions because just like circle back to that because we recommended it. But I want to like expand on that a bit and add something. I have heard from a few people that like there's this balance between asking not enough questions and asking too many. And I think that when you're asking too many questions is if you are asking essentially for permission to do anything before you start it. Like, oh, I'm not going to start on this until I ask someone if it's the right thing to do, you know, because then you're not showing any initiative. Like, I've heard people say, like, oh, this new person started and they're just asking so many questions, I wish they'd just get on with it sort of thing, which, eh, pretty rude, you know, not very fair. Yeah. But I can see why that could be annoying. Like, if someone you started and they asked you, oh, okay, um... Should I set up my outboard like this in Figma? Oh, okay. Should I like draw a square like this or do you prefer it a different way? You know, if they're just being a little bit overly cautious, I think there is a fine balance and you have to remember that you've been hired to do a job because you are an expert at this as well. You know, even if you are a junior designer, even if you're just getting started, you still have these skills that they have seen in you and that they want you to apply to this job. So I would suggest that you try things yourself before asking Does that make sense? Is that fair to say? Yes, I think if I can summarize what you're saying, it sounds like what what you're recommending is to ask for forgiveness instead of permission, perhaps. So like, just go and do it and do what you feel is right or what you know and are familiar with. And if it somehow comes up that it's not the right way, you know, you'll find out about that. Someone will tell you and then that's when you can say, oh, you know, my apologies, I'm used to doing it this way or, oh, sorry, I just started last week so I'm still learning and and trying to understand how things are done here. Is that kind of what you're trying to say? Kind of, but I think that there's a caveat there where if um, what you're doing, uh, I don't know, be sure of the impact that it might have um, because you don't want to accidentally, I don't know, 
contact a printer and send something to print without realizing that actually the process is you've got to get it checked by these three people first, you know. Yeah, yeah. Be sensible about it. But I more mean um, try things out for yourself, uh, especially if they're things that you're just doing on an individual level. Um, And then instead of asking or like just sending it out or asking for forgiveness or whatever, ask for feedback. Be like, hey, this is how I've set up my design file. Um, Is this the way you prefer it? Is there a different way that you'd like me to be doing it? But I think that doing it first shows that you've at least tried it and you're showing them like maybe what's your preferred method um, rather than saying, okay, I'm not going to start this until I know exactly how I should set up my design file. So I'll just wait for that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So you're like asking for feedback instead of asking for someone to tell you what to do, essentially. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You shouldn't be waiting there to be told exactly what to do. Um, I think you should remember that you have a lot to bring to the role as well. And so go with your gut a a little bit too and just yeah try and be a professional about it I suppose sure I think some of this also falls a bit on the company yeah what I mean by that is hopefully they have some kind of onboarding process or a little bit of documentation or just you know something to get you started if you're new so that yeah there is resources available to help you get started and answer these questions um yeah we have a little bit of that at Uber. It's constantly evolving because we move so fast and things are always changing. But yeah, having some kind of resource available for new starters is always going to be valuable. What do you remember the main problems being, I guess, in your first week on your like first jobs you've had? Because I remember the most awkward thing for me was being like, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Am I doing the right thing right now? Like, uh, have I missed something or I don't know the project that they gave me I've already finished so now I need something else I'll just look busy <laughs> yes exactly that was always the worst for me yeah I had a little bit of that too where I was not sure what I should be doing and also not sure where I should be participating you know like there were times where you know some designers would go off to a meeting or join this, I don't know, stand up or something. And I would always think like, oh, should, should I be a part of that? Like, did they forget to invite me or am I intentionally not invited? And if so, then, then why, like, what's that about? You know, things like that where you're like, where do I fit in this picture and where should I be participating and active and where, where, where should I not be? Right. Like kind of figuring out where your place is and where your voice should be. Yeah, totally. I've definitely had that as well. Um, And also in things like speaking up in meetings and sharing ideas, I feel like I tend to take my cues from other people on the team in that. Like, for example, when I joined ConvertKit, our all-team meetings, um, I was like, oh, okay, is it just going to be the directors talking? I don't know. When they ask if anyone has any questions, like, is it actually normal for people to speak up or is it more like a you know, like a token thing that people do in meetings sometimes, like any questions, you know, and learning all that just by being a bit more of an observer than perhaps I would normally be. Cause I'm, even though I'm an introvert, I'm quite outspoken in team meetings and like sharing my opinions and that sort of thing, but it takes me a while to get there. So I, I think I just go into a new job knowing that for the first week, even maybe the first month, probably I'm not going to be a hundred percent myself and I might not be sharing 100% of my ideas because I just want to get the feel for the place first and, like you said, figure out my place. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, my team probably thought that I was like a quiet introvert in my first month because I barely said a word. And everyone who knows me and has listened to the show knows that I'm not <laughs> a quiet <Yep>. introvert. <laughs> but it's it's for the same reason. Like, I just don't know when and where I should speak and, and how I should be involved. So very much, I agree. I uh, often spend the first month or so just listening and learning and discovering my voice basically that can definitely take some time before you feel yourself and you feel confident enough to participate and I think that's one of the frustrating parts about starting a new job because probably in your last company you already got to a place where you were comfortable with that and you know you knew what was happening um and so I don't know I find when I'm starting a new job I feel like I'm not super effective for the first month just because uh, I don't know there's so much to learn there's so much going on that I don't know about and I'm not just doing the work, you know, I'm also getting to know the company and getting to know my place in it. And so that's frustrating, but it's something you have to go through in order to get to the feeling comfortable, the sharing your opinions part. I don't think there's much of a way to fast track it, unfortunately, apart from probably the best thing I advise is getting to know your team members and talking to them about what's normal and, you know, what happens. Because the more that you can talk to them about that and they can give you the lay of the land, the better you'll feel. Like at ConvertKit, I always try and if I'm on one of those calls with a new person, talk to them about the team retreat and what to expect there because, you know, might not have gone on one of those at a a past company. So that's especially new and you might be concerned about it. So I like to, yeah, basically tell them what's happening because I had someone do that for me when I started at ConvertKit. So I just want to make sure that I'm remembering that that was something I worried about and try and ease the worries for, uh, for other people coming in. Yeah, totally. And I think this answers a question we had actually from Joe in the community who asked, when starting a new job, what are some of the things you as a new employee can do to ensure that you are climate to the new design process? And my answer to that would really be to lean on your team members, you know, establish that relationship with them, have a look over their shoulder, check out what they're doing on their screen ask them what are, what are they doing, how are they doing it. You could even set up a session just to to go through their design process and learn about how they work and get a sense of how things work there. I think there's a lot that you can sort of lean into from your team members. So I definitely recommend sort of starting to establish that relationship early. Yeah, love that. And maybe a good way to learn about the design process would be to ask them about a project that was previously completed And just like start to finish, ask them questions about it. Like, okay, so how did this project brief kick off? Did it come to you already written or did you have to ask questions? Did you start with like, do you do wireframing and share those? Or do you tend to like do high fidelity mockups before you share them? All those things just, yeah, it's much better to talk to one person about those or like, you know, a small group than um, to be taking up design team meetings asking that perhaps. Um, Because I don't think it's something that everyone needs to be involved with. Um, yeah, I asked a lot of questions. I remember starting at ConvertKit and we, because we didn't really have much of a design team before then, it was, um, there was only two, Dylan and Nathan doing design work. We kind of worked on a process together in a way. I was like, Hey, um, I really enjoyed using Envision at my last few companies for sharing mockups. Um, do we use that here? Or if not, would you be open to it? And they were like, yeah, that's great. Get an account. And so we did that, you know, uh, So as much as you're learning about people's processes, you can still suggest ideas and things as well. Totally. Maybe now's a good time to bring in the other side of this, which is from the employer side. 
And Al asked this actually in the community, asking, how can you best ensure that someone who's starting new has the best experience? So now we're looking from the other side of the table where, you know, maybe you're a team member or you're a manager or, you know, you're already working at the company. What can your role be in ensuring that this new person has a good first experience? Any thoughts? Yeah, I love this question. Al followed it up by saying, like, this might be something that's more for senior employees, but, you know, who's interested in the answer anyway? And I don't think it is just for senior employees. I think it is the job of everyone on the team to make a new person feel welcome. Maybe especially if you are the most new on the team, you remember clearer than everyone the worries that you had when you were starting, the things you found confusing. And so I would really encourage you to reach out to the new person and, like, share your knowledge. Um, Don't just wait for them to ask you questions. Tell them what you think they need to know because wouldn't you have loved that if someone did that for you? So try and try and pay that forward. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> we at, at ConvertKit have been um, hiring for a front-end developer and so I'll be like the main one working on it, I suppose, putting together an onboarding plan. So like the first week, what they're going to be working on. Yeah, that sort of thing. So our, our operations director makes sets all the meetings and stuff with people to get to know the tools and stuff. But I'll be having to figure out, okay, what are we going to work on together, me and this new person in the first week? So I think as a current employee, you have to recognize that bringing someone new onto the team is going to take up some of your time. Um, You're not going to get as far with your own projects, perhaps, in their first week as you, you know, did the week before, just because you're putting some of your time into them and to making sure they get set up for success, which will be 100% worth it in the long run. Yeah, I think the only thing I have to add to that is to just make them feel included at any possible moment. So if you're going to head out for lunch, just ask them, hey, want to join me for lunch? If you're going to get a coffee, you want a coffee? Are you you all good? Do you need anything? Also, when it comes to work, like something that I do when we have new team members is I invite them to my next design review or or whenever I'm next presenting my project, I'll invite them along. I'll just say, hey, I'm, I'm presenting my work next week. Do you want to come along? And then you can you know, get some context about it and learn a little bit about what I'm working on and, and ask any questions. So, you know, just offer, just have that open invitation and have that offer there ready to make them feel included and invite them along to anything that you think might be of use for them. Yes, I love that. They'll be so great, grateful for it and I think that will help with them feeling more comfortable and, you know, getting to know the company faster if you are proactively reaching out and not just waiting for them to ask questions. I think also what what we can do as fellow designers rather than like the HR team or whatever, the HR team probably covered all of the stuff like here's how you get your payslips, here's how you get into the building or like log into these accounts, whatever. But we can cover the more like undocumented things like all right this team has like this sort of meeting on these days so like watch out for this they might drop these questions in the chat around this time or you know anything that perhaps we've noticed since joining but it's not like written down sure yeah yeah because otherwise how else are they going to get that information (laughs) yeah well i guess they'd learn it eventually just from noticing but we can help speed up that process by just telling them you know totally (laughs) Yeah, it's about being an ally, right? Like we're all in this together and we're all a team. And so let's all make sure we're on board and on the same page. Yeah, what I like to do, especially with um, new people at ConvertKit, 
if they're joining a different team is give them the rundown on the marketing team and what we do and how we fit into the company just to like first of all help them understand the company better but also just to um start off on a good foot for the marketing team like advocating for us essentially within the company um yeah and making sure they know what we're doing and that like what our value is that we bring and, and that sort of thing totally Okay, I think that wraps it up for me. Did you have any other points that you wanted to share for this topic, Charlie? I don't think so. I think just like a final thing to say would be don't worry if you're nervous and if that nervousness lasts for a week, I think it's completely normal and that no matter how far into your your career you are, I think you're going to feel nervous starting the first day at a new job because it's a completely new situation and um, there's so much to learn and so many new people to get to know. So it's it's unavoidable, basically, and we can just handle it the best way we can. But don't feel guilty if you're feeling nervous or feel like that makes you not a good designer or anything like that. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, you, you got this. Just have a bit of confidence and you'll get there eventually. Yeah, exactly. Before we close off this episode, I want to read out a podcast review that we got Ooh, recently we yes. have one of these for a while it's been a while well, we haven't read one for a while we haven't read <laughs> one for a while uh this one is from schwab bbb three b's at the end <laughs> just to you know be super clear <laughs> and they say thank you charlie and femke for sharing your organized and approachable insights into the design field this podcast has been exactly what I need to get a better feel for what the different elements of working in design are and figuring out what I want to pursue in my own career. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you. I love reading these. They just give me like the warm fuzzies, you know? Yeah. Podcasting can feel super solo sometimes and that it's not like YouTube where we see... Yeah, we're talking into the abyss. <laughs> yeah, we don't see comments underneath our podcasts. We don't um, see the view count, you know, displayed every time we check our website. I think we can figure it out by checking Simplecast, but I never look personally. So reviews like this are amazing and just let us know who we're helping, essentially. So thank you for taking the time to leave one. Um, if you haven't left a review yet and you've been enjoying the podcast, please go on to Apple Podcasts and... Uh, Rate us, give us a review, tell us your thoughts. We'd really appreciate that. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to listen to more episodes, you can go to designlife.fm or you can search for Design Life in your favorite podcasting app. Whoop, whoop. And we do need to still get it on Spotify. That will happen, I promise. It's in the process. <laughs> it's really coming Great. soon. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, fam, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.